Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. It's always an honor and a privilege to be on the broadcast with the wonderful voices in the sports world and beyond that. You know when it comes to Wake Up Call that the tagline of this show and this company has always been where sports meets life. And what I mean by that is uh, taking the world of sports, using sports as a vehicle essentially to spread faith, positivity, comedy, community, openness, understanding, empathy, to bring people together. And so Jim Sikowski of Chick-fil-A Cicero, he got me connected with the canteen when he brought me over there. And like I said just a few minutes ago on the show, when we donated sandwiches from Chick-fil-A and I got to shoot uh, a video with him and we got to be around the kids and we got to and I got to meet Tony and when I was there I trust my vibes and my vibe was like talk to Tony you know take her aside ask her about this let her know that you know you appreciate this and you're interested in in what they're doing and after that when I started the CNY Pop Festival I sat there and said who do I want to donate to we're going to give 100% of all the Syracuse signatures to somebody and we're not going to take a single penny from it, who are we going to give it to? And without question, I called the canteen. And that's what I wanted to do, and that's who I wanted to work with. And Tony was all all up for it. She came to the CNY Pop Festival in the morning. She was the first one on the stage, and we got to speak on it. And then we were able to go there this week and to give them, present them with a check from the CNY Pop Festival and to give back to something that I think is truly special and wonderful and to an individual who I know is working very hard in the community. So with that being said, for the first time ever in significant sound bites, we have Tony from the canteen. Tony, how are you doing today? Um, great. Good morning. Good morning. So Tony, how did you get involved? Bring me, uh, for the people that don't know, how would you describe the canteen and just what it does for the community, what it does for the youth in our community? So the canteen is a drop-in teen center that sits next door to Cicero North Syracuse High School, which happens to be one of the biggest high schools in Onondaga County. And it, its purpose and its goal has been to provide services, supports, and opportunities for kids after school every day at a time when a majority uh, go home to empty households because parents have other responsibilities and things that they have to take care of during those after-school hours. So especially the teen population that tend to uh, be at risk of making some really um, difficult decisions regarding their own health and choices, uh, we provide a place where kids can come and build relationships and experience things outside of their, their level that they normally wouldn't get a chance to do. And how important, you know, when it comes to that, like you said, instead of going home to an empty house and, you know, and maybe having the peer pressure of doing something or not being able to, you know, really connect with somebody. So, you know, seeking how, how, when it comes to the canteen, just what you could say about, you know, keeping the focus of the youth on something positive, on community, on being around people, instead of being, uh, you know, so, so to speak, left to your own devices and, you know, home alone and, and not having that interaction. It, especially today with social media, they are so connected to their phones that social interaction, peer-to-peer, person-to-person, adult-to-young person is kind of rare because they really kind of cyclone themselves. And so, you know, having these 
personal interactions with their peers, with, with us as adults, having conversations and having fun and um, experiencing things is just so needed today. It's just so needed. They rely so much on social media that the real world is scary to them and communicating with the real world is even scarier. So how have you seen, you know, maybe some of these stories, and, and you can obviously leave names out and whatnot, yep. but, but but do you have, you know, some stories of somebody that maybe came in, was maybe socially awkward or, or you know, always on their phone and whatnot that has transitioned to being more open and honest and forming bonds? You know, do you have some of those those stories of someone that came in one way but has, has now since, you know, become more of a community person, more open, more more about, you know, working with other people, being able to look someone eye to eye, which I think is very difficult for the youth of, of today's world. Do you have some of those stories? Absolutely. That happens every day. Last night was our Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, it's our annual Thanksgiving dinner, and we invite the seniors from the Cicero Senior Center to enjoy uh, the meal with us, and we get to go around and say what we're thankful for. And I can't tell you the number of times a young person said, and I'm not exaggerating, this saved my life. I was just so lonely, had no friends. And now I have a place, I have friends, I have um, I have people. And that means everything to a teenager, absolutely everything to a teenager. So we're their tribe, we're their home away from home. And so it really is, uh, you know, I could tell you story after story after story of kids um, who were lost um, because we're such a big school district and because kids can get lost in the sauce um, you know it really is kind of uh, I wish every community had a second home for kids so that they can feel connected and feel like they belong somewhere when you when you say that you know when you hear uh, a young adult say in it to you you saved my life I was lost what what is that? What does that do for you to hear those words without you? Maybe I wouldn't be here and I definitely wouldn't be who I am, even if I was here. It is the most humbling, um, humbling and gratifying and, um, you know, all in the same breath you think at one moment it's so sad that they felt this way to begin with. And then in the next moment, you're so grateful that you were given the opportunity to meet this young person and to get to know them and to help them figure out who they are and what they believe and how they feel about life in general and what they're good at. I mean, everybody's good at something. It's just trying to figure out what that thing is. Um, and I'm, I'm beyond what I've gotten from this experience over 20 years, far greater far greater than words can express. Speaking here with Tony of the Canteen, which you can find in Cicero, New York. Tony, to 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 do this, you know, to be able to connect with a CNY Pop Festival and, and to give something back to you, I, I've had this conversation recently where, you know, we, we raised some money and we brought it over uh, this week. And when I called you and I told you, I was like, I'm sorry, it's not more. You know, I wanted to get you as much as we possibly could. I want to do that. And your response was, are you kidding me? Do you understand what this is going to do and how far it's going to go and the food and whatnot? Uh, you you seem, you're, you're, you're like the eternal optimist. And you have always, I mean, if, in the times that I've been around you, 
it's it's very inspiring and and it just you know it, it helps you out. I mean, you made me feel like if we gave five dollars, you were going to make that 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 do five different things. Just what you can say about you know how you how you stay positive, how you stay optimistic, and and how every little bit counts when it comes to the canteen. So um, I happen to belong to Optimist International, <laughs> so, so I am an optimist. But uh, to be quite to be quite honest, um, you know, there's so many connections uh, between what you do and what I do. Um, in that, you know, uh, what we learned years ago is that um, we need a group to do some fundraising for us because there's no way just government dollars are going to keep us afloat. So this 501c3 was formed, and um, what we found is these little fundraisers really burn us out, and every penny truly does make a huge difference. So um, it was introduced, the idea of the Gus Macker basketball tournament was introduced to us as a fundraising opportunity, and those that play basketball um, have heard of Gus Macker. I, being less than five foot in stature, have no idea what Gus Macker is. And so when we decided to do this as a fundraiser for the community, um, little did I know it was going to raise what it was going to raise. So, you know, tying sports in with giving back to the community is what we've done for the last going on 10 years this summer. So it was really kind of ironic that the pop festival would happen on the same weekend as our big basketball tournament. But I was grateful and will continue to be grateful for every opportunity to step out and um, accept donations that are given, um, be there and be the voice for the kids that can't. And um, in so many ways, you know, to be a human being in the world we are today, you have to be humble and you have to be grateful and you have to look around you and say there could be me. So we, we really do appreciate all that is given to us. And it just so happens that sports for us um, has raised the cash to keep us open every year. Speaking here with Tony of the Canteen uh, for a few more minutes here. And, and you know, uh, the art of leadership is a big thing on this show. And, and as I said, where sports meets life. Uh, Tony, for you, what has it done for your life personally? You're helping the kids. Like, you're, you're part of Optimus International, like you said. There's things that, that, that you have done to connect yourself with these with these kids, with the community, what have they done for you as you work every day to try to help them? How have they helped you? So I have two sons of my own that are now grown adults living out in the world. My older son lives in Virginia, and he's a newspaper editor. And my younger son um, is a uh, is an Army veteran uh, who now is a Syracuse University peace officer. And my husband and I have been together for 36 years. And I would not be who I am today in every aspect of who I am today if it weren't for the 20 years of interacting with this community and these kids and my family supporting and being there while I've been late for dinners or missed family functions or um, done what you have to do. Um, You have to be able to, to be able to give to get. And so for me, Um, It's just been a natural family function in our lives that the canteen is the home away from home to the point where some past participants are now full-fledged members of my family, go on family vacations with us, you know, do all the things 
because you really do have to open your heart completely, not just partially, but completely to these kids for you to be genuine and really believe and walk the walk. So you're going to make me cry over here. That's not okay on, on live radio. But but no, it is okay. I mean, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. But but the reality of it all is you have done so much and you have cared so deeply. How, how have you found the way, especially in today's world, to open your heart so big? Um, you know, you, you have to have... Uh, faith and belief in what you do, whether or not you're a part of the faith-based community, you have to have faith and belief in what you do. And you have to believe that there's potential in every single person you make contact with, no matter the circumstance, no matter the time of day, no matter what else is going on in your life, you got to be in the moment and remind yourself on a daily basis what it means to be a human being. And so, you know, it's not hard. It's not hard. If you really believe what you're doing is genuine, then it's not hard at all. That comment from Tony of the Canteen and uh, their connection to the CNY Pop Festival was awesome and, and everything is great. And we hope for a continued bond and a continued connection. Tony, final words to the kids out there that haven't been to the Canteen. Why should they come? What can you do You know, to kind of shine shine your your beacon uh, uh, you know this morning just what you can tell me about tell me about that and tell tell the kids out there and, and the parents and the grandparents and whatnot that are listening to the show why coming to the canteen could be a good idea for someone who hasn't been there yet coming to the canteen would be a great idea for for any young person but most especially someone who is looking for um, a, a place to have those opportunities. We do a lot of traveling. We have a lot of fun. We eat a lot. Um, we are uh, we are known for our food options. But I'd also like to say to all the adults out there that there's kids in your lives that need that extra adult aside from their parents. They need that person that can be their go-to person, their soft space to land. And anybody can be that. You don't need a place like the canteen in order to be that for a kid. So although I am grateful and I, you know, would love every kid within the hearing distance to come to the canteen, I also know that there's a bazillion adults out there that can do just what we are doing every day just on their own. And to have that connection and have that for the youth, a message in closing to, you know, to we live in a social media world and, and the crazy thing about the world we live in. And I said this, if not for my company, you would never see me on social media. But on Facebook, right. Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, all that stuff, YouTube and whatnot, I do it because I'm trying to spread a positive message. Social media, by definition, in my opinion, was always meant to bring people together to make the world smaller in a good way, not a bad one. But it's right. not always used that way. What would be your advice to people that are using social media? And then secondly, just what, just how, how important it is to lift your head up from your phone every once in a while. So social media, especially in a teen's life, it can be very connecting. You know, they're they're addicted to it, but it also portrays a very, very, very small slice of what the average person's life is all really about. So they might portray this beautiful, wonderful, perfect existence when behind the scenes, you have no idea what any single person is going through that is definitely not posted on social media. So, you know, my advice to anybody is to kind of take that stuff with a huge grain of salt 
and realize that, you know, people are putting their best foot forward out there in social media. It's not the real world. And the second point to all of that is that, you know, having personal interaction, giving somebody a hug, just smiling, all of those things, you're missing out on so many things. I can't tell you how many times we've had this conversation as we're visiting the ocean for the first time with kids and they've got their phone in their hand and they're looking down and I'm like, look up, look at what's happening around you. <laughs> uh, you miss so much if you don't really look up. So, you know, that would be my advice is to anybody, including adults. If you go to a restaurant, you'll see a bazillion adults with their faces down while their kids are sitting at the table. So, you know, please realize that there is a world happening around you and, you know, you're missing out on so many magnificent things if you don't. And that magnificent world that is around us definitely has been made very much better in this community because of the canteen. So, Tony, thank you so much for for having me and uh, thank you for what you're doing. And you know and I know that uh, that that there will be many more instances that we'll have the opportunity to work together. And and I, I can't thank you enough for it. And I really, truly am excited about what the future can be with what I do and what you do. And, and I appreciate it very much. Oh, I can't even thank you enough uh, just for the conversation. Uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate it more than I can say. I wish you all a great long weekend. Uh, you know, please thank a vet when you see them and, you know, hug a kid. Teenagers need that hug whether they they absolutely show they do or not. And, Dan, yes, you and I will have many, many more interactions as time goes on, and I appreciate this more than I can say. Well, thank you, Tony, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Have a good weekend, okay? Take care. You too. Thanks. That coming from Tony of the Canteen. Girl's trying to make me cry over here. Can't, I can't deal with it. You know? I just See, when I want to cry, I just look at Newman. Because he always has, like, he always makes, like, a weird face. Newman's the person that, like, can get you to, like, if you're really, really sad, you just look over at Newman, and he's just like, he's like, what's going on, man? And then you just kind of, you let it go. I like the hat. Where did you get the hat? Was it, is this Target? No. Where'd you Target, get? <laughs> no, really though. Target has I some nice ones. Like you too, no, no, but I'm saying. Target has some nice ones. I didn't say That's one. Not where it's from. Where's it from? Target. No, just. <laughs> that would be uh, awesome. I, when I remember when I went to Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two my uh, two buddies I went with, they had like a bunch of hats they had bought. I believe it's come from the Syracuse University bookstore. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't like the hat I brought, so they're like, "Here, you can wear this one." Well, poor that day, if you remember. So this thing was pretty soaked, and they're like, you can just have the hat. You did that on purpose. You're like, I'm going to wear this hat in the rain so, so they don't want it back. You know, we were working money things out, so they, that was just part of the deal. You get the hat, too. So. Well, and the thing is, with you being the owner and operator of Newman Sports Cards, you, all know, you know about about working that deal. The Art of a Deal, but written <laughs> by a guy I like. <laughs> the Art of the Deal, written by Newman. So, <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so we'll take that. <laughs> Thank goodness. We'll take a step aside here for a fast break. Tony, tremendous. The canteen, tremendous. The way that I feel right now after that conversation, this is why This is why I do what I do. This is why, this is why you talk to people. This is why you get up from your phone. These are the moments where you realize that no matter what has been done to you, you can do good for somebody else. So let's take a step aside, and we'll come back. I don't have work. I love... I love that I speak for a living when I don't have words. Like, I love when I can say I don't have words knowing that I speak for a living because those are the most pertinent and beautiful and wonderful conversations and fluid and and live right here on the show. So thank you to Tony of the Canteen. Thank you to the kids. 
And I look forward to sharing that video with everybody. And my heart is uh, it's a little bit fuller today, a little bit stronger today. So thank you for that. Thank you to Tony. Beautiful, beautiful work. Hug your kids. Love your kids. Hug your parents, your grandparents. I tell people all the time, my grandfather's passed away when I was six. They both died in 1992. It's awful. And I think about them every day, pretty much every single day of my life in the last 27 years. So if you have a grandparent, hug them. If you have a parent, hug them. Your kid, hug them. Your your friends, your real friends, not your friends that only go out with you to party, like the real friends. Hug them. Tell them that you love them. When I went over to, to John and Jordan's house yesterday, you know, and, and, and Sharon is obviously Jordan's mom, John's John's wife, and I give them all a hug. As soon as I saw John, I saw John and I was, and I, cause I feel that I, I know when I'm around good people and I feel that energy and I was like, give me a hug. And then with Jordan, I, I gave him a hug and I was like, give me another hug, buddy, my little bro. But you know, don't be afraid of human interaction. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Put yourself around good people and love that and appreciate that. Tony gives me that vibe of Oh my God, I got I to gotta be around this lady all the time. So I respect the heck out of her. She does a tremendous, tremendous job. And and now that I know that there's a thing called Optimist, Optimists International, I feel like now I should be a part of it.